The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Follow-Up. I'm Noah. This is my soon-to-be first-grade daughter, Eden, and we are back in New York City. If you've been following along, we were in the suburbs of Philadelphia for about five months, and we are no longer in my bedroom. We're in Eden's room. (laughs) You can watch all of those episodes in the Dad and Daughter series, all part of The Follow-Up, a podcast that I had started a few years ago. On VocalNow.com, you can also subscribe to the audio version on Apple Podcasts, so please do that and tell your friends if you think they'd be interested. Every Monday is a new episode, and it is always Eden's choice of what we talk about, so today? What's like to be back in New York? What is it like to be back in New York? Different, but can we start talking about um, cooking camp? Sure. Go ahead. So this week, for this week, I started... I did a cooking camp. So, and every week they have, like, a different, uh, different like, topic, basically. Different theme, yeah. A different theme. And this week was baking techniques. So, like, our first one was, we have, like, different names. So, one of them um, was, our first one was Easy as Pie. So, we made everything with pie dough. How'd you make pie dough? Um, pie dough. So, I'll tell you all the steps. Um, so, <laughs> first you, I'm trying to remember. Well, it's like flour, I think. It, def- it definitely has something with flour. Well, yeah, obviously. obviously okay, so we don't need to go through all the steps in pie dough. But, okay, so you've done pie dough. What else? Pie dough. And, there, and our third day was garden and baking. Garden and baking? Garden and baking. Garden and baking. baking, okay. On, on Wednesday. So it was garden baking. And on a previous podcast, we talked about a garden. <laughs> so things come full circle. Okay, yeah. so you've done the pie dough and, and you make different, you didn't make yeah. a pie, but you make different things out yeah. of the pie dough. I remember you making elephant ears and those are really good. You made, not out of pie dough, but you made some donuts, you made some okay. cinnamon rolls, you made um, an apple, a spiced apple um, cupcake. I was Another thing was today mm-hmm. we made soft pretzels. It was good. I tried it. I know. It was, it was really good. good. It was good. It was really good. And you also made something with buttercream. Buttercream. But that you was made, our but you made that from scratch. Yeah, we made it. Took about half an hour, twenty minutes, forty minutes to make one batch of buttercream. Hmm. Because we, we were doing it all with a spatula mixing, and it's so easier to do with a bl- with a mixer. Yeah, but, it, but, but you're just adding yeah. little by little and mixing? Yeah, I can, yes. What are the, so what the, are the first, ingredients? Uh, of course, butter. Sure. It looked like half, I'm, I'm taking a guess, I, it looked like half, half a stick of butter. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need vanilla extract. <laughs> you see, you all, I know you whisper vanilla extract because on all these baking shows that we watch, all the judges always say, "Hmm, did you use extract?" And the contestant says, "Yes." And they say, "Got to be careful with extract because it can just overpower everything. You really got to use just a little about amount of extract." Yeah, and did you say it was not just too sweet? 
Your buttercream? I didn't think it was too sweet. So you had vanilla and you had butter and you had... Sprinkles. Well, you, and you had milk and... Sprinkles. And some sugar. Well, right, and sprinkles on top. But you don't make buttercream out of sprinkles. No, we don't. <laughs> you just put sprinkles on top. All right, so that's cooking camp and it's nice that you're able to do that and they've spread the kids out. There's only five kids there. The instructors seem great. You're washing your hands all the time. We have been taking the bus, so we walk to the bus and take that cross town to get there. And it seems like everybody on the bus is pretty respectful. And I see everybody wearing masks, except today that one guy took his mask off to talk on the phone right across from us. So we actually got off the bus half a block early. But I'd say about half a block. I'd say about almost 100% of the people we see on the street have masks on. Yeah. Maybe like. 97%. 97%, 97%. 97%, okay. So, but it is, I find it is very odd seeing all these people in masks. Yes, it, it, really odd because, like, this is the only time we would ever wear masks. Yeah. We never wear masks for no reason. Right, this is, this is why we're wearing masks. And, but there aren't that many people on the street to begin with. New York City is the largest city in the United States. And not to see so, so many, many people, people on the street is... Odd. It's shocking, actually. Yeah, because, like, usually the streets are, like, full and there's so much traffic. Mm-hmm. And now there's, like, no traffic. And there's, there's On, no, like, the busiest street, there's no traffic. And there's no, there, there are no tourists. No. Either. So, when we, like, when we've... We took, like, now, like, when I... Like, last year when I went to, like, gymnastics... At Essabagel, there was always the biggest line. And now at Essabagel, there is no line. Which is concerning because you want all these places to be able to stay in business. But when there aren't people here to go to those businesses, they can't. they can't, Or even, yeah, and and also just New Yorkers that, you know, and and then the people who are here maybe aren't making as much money because the businesses, their businesses have been affected. So you can't spend as much money at restaurants or other places in order to save their businesses it's, it's kind of a it's kind wonder, of an ugly cycle i wonder if people are ordering out from essabagel ordering i would hope so yeah i would hate to see essabagel go away but i don't think we can order enough in order to save as yeah. i don't think our orders would do it we haven't yeah. even ordered from there yet i guess we should maybe we'll just go pick up some hot bagels, bagels. not a bad idea no. not a bad idea um because, like, so many tourists and stuff go to Acevedo because it's, like, it's, it's a famous place. Mm-hmm. A famous big place. It is wild to be in Herald Square near Madison yeah. Square Garden, go through Times Square, and just not see anybody. And I'm finding it difficult Cause to... Because there's, there's usually... Why are you interrupting so... me? <laughs> Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> I find it difficult to not help somebody. So if someone is getting onto the bus with a stroller or starting to go down the steps of the subway, oftentimes I, I, I would just say, hey, I'll, I'll help you out and you know pick up their stroller, do something. But you don't want to touch anything. And, it's not yours. Right, and that, it's, that's difficult for me to, to deal with. Because I, I get the, uh-huh. the feeling that, sure, we see the signs of we're all in this yeah. together, uh-huh. but yet it also feels like we're all in this for ourselves and yeah, by it's ourselves. Yeah, like, like we're all in this, like, in our own. Right, we're all, we're all dealing with the pandemic together, but, but we're all dealing with, with it separately. 
but like, yeah, it's like we're all in this by ourselves because like we're not helping anybody. Like basically, like you can't even touch anybody else's. Right, life. exactly. So, so it's like we're not in this together. Right, you can help you can help people yeah. in different ways, but it's not the the day to day helping yeah. people. Like we when we came back, we cleaned out everything. Yeah. So we were able to help people that way by giving all of, all of this stuff to charity. Over twenty bags. Right, so that so that that is that's a way that you can help people now. But what was also a shame was that there are so many places that where we would donate and have donated before that aren't taking donations Just because clothes. right or not even taking clothes, not even taking any donations because of the pandemic because they don't know exactly what is on those clothes or on those toys. So then I, I wonder about the people who benefit from those organizations. It's pretty stressful. I remember when we uh, we were like looking up all these places and calling everybody, mm-hmm. and like some just said clothes, yeah, but no toys. Right, some said clothes, no toys. Some said just new things like diapers or you know, things like things that. That things opened. are things that are already in their like still in their original packages. Like that haven't been opened. Right, right. What's it been like? Lastly, being at the playground. Uh, what have you been doing? Going on the sprinklers and um, going on the swing. So when you get on the swing, we wipe it down. You wipe it down. Okay, so you wipe it down first. Okay, you need a tissue. All right, I love you.